Hi everyone. Hola a todos. I'm so excited that this podcast is becoming a reality and I'm so happy that you're here with me. My name is Vidi and I'm currently 28 years old with an almost nine-year-old daughter and a six-month-old baby. I'm happily married with a full-time job and a house. I feel like I'm finally happy and successful so far in life, but it wasn't always like that. I had to endure a lot of pain and trauma before I got where I am. And today, I will tell my story about how I got pregnant at 19 years old and all the hardships I encountered during the years. From feeling helpless and loneliness to heartbreak. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And here is my story from my point of view. All right, so before I get started, I did just want to give a disclaimer. I am going to be telling my story. Some details some people might not like to hear. If you know me personally, um, I am going to be as respectful as I possibly can. Just in respect out of my daughter, if she ever does want to listen to this episode in the future, I don't want to speak ill of her biological father. So I am definitely going to just tell my story the way that I remember it. And I hope you guys enjoy. When I was 17 years old, I had my very first high school boyfriend. Months after dating him, I did get on birth control. I was actually on the double shot. And after about a year, he did break it off with me due to a lot of trust issues that I had. So after that, I never went back to go get another double shot because I was not planning to continue to be sexually active. About a month later, I did end up reaching back out to him because I had heard a rumor that when we were together that he was unfaithful. I did ask him and he did deny it. After that, we did start talking again as friends and then we eventually got back together. I did not go back to Planned Parenthood to go get that double shot because I was told that after getting off of the double shot that I would have six weeks before I could like even get pregnant. And I lost track of time, and you guessed it, I ended up getting pregnant at 19 years old. I remember, like it was yesterday, I felt very different. And I even got sick a couple times in the morning, but I thought it was because of something that I ate. Eventually, I did end up going to Target to get a pregnancy test. And I remember going home, taking the test, and minutes later seeing the word pregnant. After seeing the word pregnant, I instantly could not believe it. All of my suspicions were true. How would I, a 19-year-old selfish teenager, be able to take care of a child when I was barely trying to figure out my life. I was going to school full-time, but I still didn't know what my major was going to be quite yet. I had an idea that I wanted to be a mortician, and I was possibly going to pursue that, but I was just kind of going to school just to figure it out. And I also had a full-time job working at the airport at a fast food restaurant. But I was 
nowhere near ready to have a baby. My life was just starting. I just graduated high school a year before that. So I couldn't help but wonder why me? Weeks after that, I just remember that we were arguing back and forth. But one thing that I do know is that I absolutely did want to have my baby. And I did. I went 41 weeks full term, had a healthy pregnancy, and my labor was about 24 hours or more. My water broke a little bit earlier, but it didn't fully break. It ruptured. And I did take the epidural shot. I think I'm around 16 hour mark because I was in so much pain. I, it was the worst pain that I have ever felt in my life. But as soon as that baby was born, my baby, and when she was placed on my chest, everything just made sense. I remember the first couple of nights being really hard having to wake up every two hours, baby crying, hungry, trying to breastfeed. It was so hard. And I remember very vividly, a couple weeks after she was born, I was trying to breastfeed. She would always fall asleep or it just wasn't enough. And I just remember sitting there crying with her because I kept thinking, I miss my life. I barely was starting my life and I miss it so much like why did this happen to me I had postpartum depression and I felt like I couldn't tell anyone I definitely played like the happy role I was happy I loved my daughter taking care of her nurturing for her that came so naturally and easy to me but it was just the mental state of being a new mother an unexpected new mother and not knowing what to do all I knew is that I had to take care of my daughter. So I did. I took care of her for five months straight, not having to work, but then I ran out of money. During that time, I did have like a really hard time. I felt like me and her dad argued a lot. Eventually, when I started working full time, it was really hard because I felt like I missed a lot of her milestones. Either my mom or her grandma would watch her. I had to work so I can buy things for her. And I am very grateful for all the help that I did get, but I just wish that I remembered a little bit more. Eventually she turned one. She talked and walked and was just the cutest thing ever. And she looked exactly like me. I eventually decided to go back to school and I figured out what I wanted to do for my career. So I decided I wanted to be a mortician and I just needed a few prerequisites and some classes to take in order for me to enter the program. So I did. It took me a few years to get those prerequisites ready. That did mean that I would spend more time away from my daughter, but I was doing this for her because I wanted to give her a life she deserved. I was living with my parents. Sometimes I was living with him and his parents and I just wanted to be able to move out, have a better income. I was working at a call center. I did leave the fast food restaurant after I had gave birth and then I started working at a call center. It wasn't the best but a job is a job and I 
work hard and I put everything into my work. So as long as it was paying for what I needed for her and for myself, I was good with that. But I definitely wanted to make more money so we can move out. Around, I want to say, when she was like two and a half years old, I quit my job because I just felt like it was causing way too much mental stress. And then I was jobless for six months, but I continued to go to school and I finished all my prerequisites and I even got accepted into the mortician program. And then I started working at a tech company and I really liked that as well. So I was super conflicted. When I started the mortuary um, science program, I was there for a week and I realized that it wasn't for me. So actually I left my tech company and then I ended up coming back for a month later. It's the best decision I ever made because I'm actually still here now six years later. But let me not get too ahead of myself. During that time, I was very sad in the background because I still had a lot of issues with her dad. Hearing that he was being unfaithful, I eventually got angry and I started doing the same thing. And that's something that I don't stand by and I never will. And I'm really sad it got to that point. So I prayed to God that he would give me something to leave because I didn't want anyone to say that I didn't try. I really did try to be a family, but I felt like I needed an out. And God gave it to me, and it was in the most painful way ever. Um, he ended up moving on before I even left, but I am completely okay with that now. At the time, it was really painful. So I left after five years of being together, and he was already in another relationship. It was really hard for me to go from trying to work out a family and parents to immediately having to co-parent with him and his girlfriend, who was now her stepmother. I had like no transition time. It was really hard because everyone expected me to like get with the program. And I tried really hard to be civil. It was really hard for me at first. And I don't think anybody understood that point of view on my part that, hey, there was literally no break in between. He <laughs> was in two relationships at once. And then I had to deal with it when I left, but I have no ill will towards it. Um, but at the time it was really hard. So I had to figure out how to co-parent. Co-parenting was really hard. Trying to figure out schedules is tough when you both have two completely different work schedules, especially school schedules. Before she started school, we would do 50-50 split right down the middle. And then eventually when she started school, we did where she was with me for most of the school time because I felt like she needed to be with me, her mother. And it's been like that ever since she's been in kindergarten. So we've been co-parenting for about, I wanna say since 2016, it's 2022. Wow, six years now. <laughs> My daughter was almost three when um, I finally left and I'm glad that I was able to leave because it was um, a, not a good like relationship for my daughter either for her to see us argue 
it's never good for children to see their parents argue. Lucky for me, she doesn't remember anything because she doesn't even remember me ever even being in a relationship with her biological father. And I'm so grateful that I left before she was old enough to understand what was going on. Because I would hate for her to have memories and to think that it's okay to argue with each other over just things that don't matter. And although it was really hard, it took me about a year to fully recover from no longer being a family. It's not that I wanted to continue to be a family. It's just that it was really hard for me to grasp that something that I was working for towards five years was done. It was just completely different for me. So I, um, in order to cope, uh, when she did go to her dad on his weekends, I would go out and drink and party a little bit because when I had my baby at 19 and when I turned 21, I was like fully focused on being a mother and I didn't have that where I could just go out and party and have fun. So I did experiment by, you know, drinking a little bit, but also being very responsible because I always had my daughter in the back of my head. I didn't want to do anything that I would regret. So I did have fun with my friends and I did unfortunately try to date really soon after that. And I think that was not great for me because I was absolutely not ready to date. I needed to find myself and love myself once again because I was very sad. And I just tried to find a way to fill in the void, but I did it in the wrong ways. I shouldn't have been dating. I should have like fully tried to heal. And I recognize that now and I didn't recognize that I shouldn't have started trying to date right away until like a year later. After that year, I definitely took a step back and tried to do things that I would, that would make me happy. Like going to the gym, hanging out with friends. If I were to drink, it would just be a casual drink. I didn't want to drink anymore to numb the pain because I realized that that was going to be a problem really quick and I did not want that for myself or my future. During the time that I was taking care of my daughter, just me and her after I was just co-parenting, it was the best thing in the world. Just to have my one-on-one with her, being able to build that strong bond, just me and her was amazing. She had time with her dad and then she had time with me and there was no more arguing, petty things going on in between us. It was just really fully being able to fully focus on her and give everything to her. What she deserved, never deserved to see any arguments or to just see me sad or crying or vice versa. So I was really happy that I was able to get out of that. And although it did hurt a lot, it needed to happen. Everything that happened up until this point needed to happen. So after, I want to say like six months after like I finally stopped trying to date, I ended up hanging out with a friend that I met at the airport years ago and he was moving away. So I went to his going away party and then I felt an instant connection with him. And then we started dating, but he was moving to California and he did, he moved to California, but he wanted to pursue a relationship with me. So we did, we dated long distance for six months and then he moved back and then we pursued a relationship. He met my daughter, he actually didn't have any kids and I know he was a little bit afraid of 
meeting her and she was kind of wary of him too because she felt like he was going to take away attention from her but that would never be the case because I would only hang out with him when my daughter was with her dad. So I always put my daughter first and my relationship second because I felt like it is important to put your children first. And I was able to balance both of those because of the co-parenting relationship. I had time to myself and that's why I did pursue the relationship. After that, um, six months later, everything was going really well and we decided to move in together at year one. And my daughter loved him. He definitely won her heart over. They're both two little Taurus. <laughs> so they both have a lot in common. And after that, six months later from living together and learning each other's habits and what it was like to live with him, I think it was really great. We definitely learned a lot from each other. And then one day he proposed to me and I said yes. And we just kept moving more towards goals and what do you want to do with your life and what are your dreams and I would tell him my dreams and we definitely worked together to try and figure things out. Eventually we talked about wanting to buy a home together and we did. COVID hit but that did not let us stop us from buying our house. We looked at so many houses and then finally we found a house. I remember walking into the front door and saying this is the home that I am going to give my daughter. This is the home where we're going to have our future and we put in an offer and we got the house and I was so excited and I had to wait a whole month to move into the house and I just remember just being so impatient, being so ready to move in and then finally we got the keys to our home and we moved in the very next day. Two weeks later, we got married through the court. My daughter was there in the altar. She helped exchange the rings. Just one of the most happiest moments of my life. I definitely cried like a baby in the altar. I was just couldn't believe that I could be so happy with somebody. Parenting with him, like he became her stepfather. And then also having a good co-parenting relationship with her dad and all four of us because I did co-parent as well with his girlfriends or her Serena stepmom and it was just going really well. Honestly, I think it just took a lot of pain to get to where I am now and I do not regret anything that happened. Do I deserve what happened to me? I don't, but I am very grateful that it did happen because it made me the strong person that I am today. It did not stop me from being able to find love and being able to have that drive to continue to keep going because there were so many times where I was so sad and I wanted to give up and I would fall into these weird depression stages and like, why is this happening to me? And just feeling so much self-pity. But I'm just so glad that my daughter constantly helped me pull me out of that state of mind. Kids really do do that. Because before I had my daughter, I was very sad. And I always felt so lost. Kids really do help center you and see that it's going to be okay. 
after I got married a few months later, we did get pregnant and it was one of the happiest things ever because my daughter, she did want a sibling. She always would tell me that she wants six brothers and sisters and I'm just telling her, no way. <laughs> but after being together for three years and being married um, with my husband, I we did plan and um, God did bless us with a beautiful baby girl, which she was actually born on my birthday. So now we share a birthday together and my daughter was is so excited and so happy to have her little baby sister. We're all just over the moon. Although it did take a lot of like trial and error, trying to figure out like how to co-parent and how not to argue because honestly being civil is the best thing that you can do for your children because your kids will see that and it will affect them greatly. So I recommend having a lot of communication, always being honest and upfront. If you ever need anything, do not hesitate to reach out and say, hey, I need help. We don't think about it, but it does affect them. It is so mentally draining. So I'm just so thankful that everything happened the way that it did because it made me into me. And if I could have told my 19-year-old self back in the day, I would tell myself, it is okay. You will be absolutely fine. And yeah, being a full-time employee, a housewife, a senora, a mother is one of the hardest things ever, but I am able to kick ass every day because my children motivate me to do better and better. I know I just ranted for the past 20 minutes. This was just a condensed version of my story. This journey has made me stronger and it made me and I am so happy that you took the time to listen to my podcast today. Thank you so much. If you'd like to connect, feel free to add me on Instagram at solisbeauty. And I would love to hear any ideas on topics, next stories. I'm glad to be sharing my story about how I became pregnant at 19, my first and last toxic relationship, and how I was able to find love while still being a parent, a working mom, a millennial senora.